Sapiens, this is Chance Gilliam, welcoming you to the Chance by Chance podcast. You are listening to episode 44, and we're closing in on one full year of this podcast having come into existence. Immediately preceding the birth of this platform in October 2016 was a weekend volunteering at the 4th Annual Bulletproof Conference in Pasadena, California. I had the pleasure of returning to the 5th Annual Conference as a contractor last weekend, and you can read about the biohacking event at chancebychance.com forward slash essays. If you'd like to remain updated on news from Chance by Chance, receiving podcasts, essays, and videos on a weekly basis, enter your email at chancebychance.com. It really is the best way to stay in contact, and I will gradually be moving the uh, the extent of my efforts to the website and email newsletter alone. Today's guest is Nico Lontree. He's a fellow SPCPA graduate and now dances professionally in Los Angeles, which is where we connected for this conversation. Nico speaks about adapting to daily life in the massive coastal city, how he's found work in his artistic field, and how he's worked to uncover an authentic self, plus stories, uh, including that of a two-month tour through China, pretty awesome, uh, performing on stage with Moby at the first ever Electronic Music Awards, that's great, and uh, working with one of his mentors, one of his heroes. There's a link to Nico's online pro- There's a link to Nico's online profile in the show notes to today's episode. For now, I give you Nico Lonetree. Nico, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. First things first, you were recently on stage with Moby at the first ever uh, Electronic Music Awards. Tell me how this came about. What, what was this all about? Well, this came about because one of my dear friends was choreographing the whole thing, and she was like, I don't really want to audition for this, so I'm going to just grab the people that I trust the most, and I, I was lucky to be a part of that. And we got to perform with a couple others, too, who were like new to the electronic industry, but the last dance was with Moby, and... We just got to like party around with him. There wasn't any choreography, so we just got to like do whatever we wanted with Moby. Like it was sick. Like I got to be right next to him, and I was holding a video camera too. So I got to just like sit there recording, basically like selfie mode, me and Moby. Yeah, Samsung camera. You said you were shooting three sixty. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, uh-huh. it got to see all views. It was like you know, like virtual reality. Yeah. So like you could put on the goggles and like look around with your head. Yeah. But like if you were on like Twitter without one of those, you could just like scroll with your finger and see like. The whole arena, it was sick. And you also told me that your friend got shoved by Moby. Yeah, it's uh-huh. funny. Yeah, uh-huh. he was, um, I don't know what he did. I think he might have, like, stepped on his foot or something. I don't know. I have, like, no idea what he did. But I just remember, like, catching it on camera and, like, watching Moby, like, rush back to his next instrument. And he wasn't, the person he pushed wasn't even in his way, but he just, like, shoved him and then, like, scattered to his next instrument, like, his <laughs> next instrument. It was so funny. Okay, so to get a little background of what you're doing in L.A., I want you to start uh, by sharing your graduation from SPCPA, maybe Mm -hmm. some uh, reflection on what you took away from your years there, and how you initially made the jump to living in the city. 
Yeah. You've been okay. here one year now, right? Yeah, yeah, one year. Um, so what I took, what mo- what mostly I took from SPCPA was all the professionalism in the industry because it's really it's a really big thing I hear like slating, like just being professional with all like speaking out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that was what I majorly took because like you would not have been taught that out here. Like, the first audition I went to was, like, a McDonald's commercial or something. And, like, I went, and they were, like, they were, like, okay, um, slate. And the first person didn't know how. So they were, like, what? And it was so embarrassing. You were, like, just, just like, say your name and, like, where you're from. They were, like, what? Like, it was just so, I was, like, oh, my God, thank God for SBCBA. Because, like, I would not have known what slating was. Thank God for yeah. SBCBA. For slating. Thank you. That's that's all I took out of my four years. No, but um, <laughs> yeah, that was like one of the major things. But yeah, also just being professional and yeah. just like listening and knowing that your peers are artists too. You know what I mean? And that the choreographer, or like whoever is like holding the audition, is an artist too. So it's like it's just like mutual respect. Yeah, everyone has their own role to fill. Yeah, There's a lot of working parts in the industry. Totally. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay, and um, how did you decide to? come to the west coast mm-hmm. uh, you, did you have connections here yeah yeah friends here i had um the people i live with now are also from the dance studio i grew up at and um is larger night studio and they were i was out here just like taking classes from some people and they were like hey we actually like want to get rid of our other roommate <laughs> so like we realize you're here like do you want to just live here and like people that um i've taken class from and stuff have told me to move out here and they could like get me stuff to do to get me on my feet and rolling. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I can just make the jump because people are telling me I have this stuff. Like, I have these jobs that I can do. Like, I assisted a convention for a little bit, like a dance convention. They, like, went around to cities and, like, taught little kids how to dance. And, like, I got to do that with them. So I, like, had, like, options out here, like, right away. And I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I can pay for it. So here we go. Are there opportunities here that you would not have had in the Twin Cities? Yeah, just, like, um... Like, all the commercial work that I've done, like, I shot, um, I shot, I was a model for, you know, Essential Water? No. It's, like, this water company, it has, like, the pH level, like, it's, like, one of those, like, Oh, they have levels. the, uh, black and red logo? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I was a... Some I was, alkaline water. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. That's good water. Uh-huh, it is good water. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to be a model for them, actually, like, downtown LA, like, they, they, <laughs> this is a funny story, actually. They, like, asked people if they knew how to rollerblade. Okay. Or roller skate. It was roller skate. Because I was like, well, sh- like, I know how to rollerblade. Like, it can't be any different. And I, like, got on these rollerblades to, like, go across the street. Or skates to go across the street. Like, because we were shooting, like, a Beatles, like, Abbey Road kind of thing. <laughs> and immediately, I just, boom, like, right in the middle of traffic, like, fell. Like, right as I got off the block. And it was so embarrassing because I was just thinking, like, oh, my God, I told these people, like, I knew how to roller skate, and I just didn't. But they were, like, so supportive. They, like, didn't care. They are like, nobody else knows how, so just, like, do it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And, like, I eventually, like, got on my feet, and we got to shoot this thing. Yeah. So it was cool. So it's, it's like, they're, like, on posters out here, too, sometimes. So what? Like, yeah. It's, like, cool. Do they have you uh, chugging from the bottle, logo face down, or, or what? <laughs> no, you're, like, I was just, like... I was like in like a like a kind of like running skating stance with my my left arm up like it was it was like yeah that's basically what it was it was like an action shot they were like just go across the street and it was like me and there were like people behind me too mm. being like but they weren't in roller um, skates they were like one was like a tennis player it was like I don't know how to it was like one was like an 
like a painter so they're all like their own like sport and i was like in the middle and i was like like nike logo you know how they're always like running like that yeah it was cool so one thing i consistently hear is that the cost of living is high in in la yeah in california how have you acclimated to your lifestyle here and how do you find work to support yourself in the city yeah um so i live with three other people so we get to split the monthly rent um well i have my own room so i get like 30 i pay like 30 percent or however much but yeah we split it like four ways basically and um how i get work is people in the dance industry it's really hard to get work because it's so sporadic like when people will want you to dance for them or when auditions will be. So it's kind of like you just have to trust your gut and go with it Mm -hmm. and, like, know that by the end of the month you'll have enough money. So, um, yeah, people just, like, randomly ask, like, to be in these things, like that essential water thing. I got, like, a day before. Somebody was like, hey, like, we don't have enough people here, like, and I know you, like, very well and and I'd like to take pictures of you, so, like, come on. And I was like, okay. And that paid, like, $1,000, like, just, like, a day. And I was like, oh, sick. So it's, like, random little <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Electronic Music Awards, too, that was just, like, given to me. I, like, learned about it, like, probably, like, a week before the awards show was happening. So, like, it's just little stuff like that. Like, they'll just, like, give you a little boost of money, and then you'll be able to support yourself for, like, two months. Like, you'll have two months' rent in mm-hmm. your pocket. Have you ever gone through any difficult phases when you when you couldn't get in a job, or is it pretty much worked out since you've moved here? Yeah, the, fir- the first um, couple months, well, the first couple months I had uh, money because my friends helped me with jobs and stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, after that I had to get a job at Urban Outfitters. Okay. So I, like, worked at Urban Outfitters for a little bit, but that still wasn't enough, so I, like, had to help, I had to ask, like, my mom for, like, help, but it'd be, like, like, a hundred bucks or something, like, so it was, like, hard, like, I was, like, eating, like, nothing, like, peanut butter sandwiches, you know, like, <laughs> but, like, it, it's all worth it now because it's, like, because, like, once you show yourself in all these classes and stuff out here, it takes time to show your face to people and get them to know you and know your style. Yeah. So, like, then, like, I had all that time to do these things where, like, I could just take class and, and show choreographers my face. And that's what ultimately get me these jobs now that help me support my life. Yeah. So it's, yeah, like, yeah. networking. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. It sounds like you have people in your corner, too. Uh-huh. Your friends, your family. Yeah, totally. Um, I can attest to that. And I'm, I'm totally grateful for it. Uh-huh. it you know, uh having people behind you there's there's nothing that's right that, that there's nothing else that that it uh pushes you forward like that totally yeah my parents just support me like full-fledged too they're like yes do what you love and i'm yeah. so grateful for that because anyone else like minnesota is really like kind of like strict on that stuff you know like go to college like yeah. do but they were like yeah just like follow your heart if you like need anything we'll be here you know so i'm super grateful for that and you say you get home every few months or so yeah every few months because my dance studio they asked me to do a couple things like like choreograph for them so i like make money and stuff so it's it's nice a little work there. yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. traveling and you went to uh to china a few a few months back right yeah uh-huh yeah yeah let's um, hear about that so i got an audition to to go to China and be in this um, show about Pearl S. Buck, who wrote The Good Earth and stuff like that. And she also helped found, um, like, adoption agencies that helped babies in China, like, be able to be taken care of by people in America. Like, she helped, like, a bridge be crossed between those two Hmm. countries. And, um, yeah, so it was, like, a dance company that did that. And they had auditions, and I don't know how many people were there. I'd say, like, 
150 people were there and um yeah i got chosen and um it was it was it toured all around china like every city like i got to go to shanghai and beijing and all the little ones like shangju like Woohoo! There was a there was a city called Woohoo, and I really liked that one. That one was actually like the nicest hotel. It was like the smallest city, and we got to the hotel, and it was like massive. It was so cool, and yeah, it was just like little stuff like that. But it was like culture shock because all these people like because it's like communist country, you know. So it's like these people are just showed these things in the media, and it's like they just they they like don't know how to think. They don't know how to have their own opinion about it because they're just raised in this thing where. Opinions are the law, almost. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it was like culture shock. How did those observations translate into your life back home in the United States, specifically the way our government handles foreign policy oh in my the God. era of Trump? I don't know. To be totally honest with you, um, it it made me. It didn't make me grateful for Trump, I'm not going to say that, but it did make me realize it wasn't as bad still as these other countries, you know what I mean? But it's it's just still horrible, you know what I mean? I, Yeah, honestly, I just kind of try to not listen to all that stuff, yeah. ask me. But, yeah, in my like daily life, it made me realize that I just needed to be thankful for literally everything, you know what I mean? Because all these people, like, couldn't, like, they were in, like, one-bedroom apartments, like, with, like, 15 people, like, a whole family, you know, and it was, like, wow, like, I have to be joking for, like, literally everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Hmm. Um, switching gears, I, I want to talk about social media. To me, this, this connects to politics, because I'm always curious how, um, how people think about social media and their own personal way of connecting to the world yeah so uh, how would you summarize your relationship with those platforms yeah my relationship with social media is i personally just like dislike it you know i just i just do not like it at all well but because of what it's become to these other people but to me it's it's i try to use it as much as i can for my own self-expression yeah and i i just like to post like random things that I, i never try to think about like, who's going to comment on this, or who's going to like this, or who's going to see this so I can get likes, you know what I mean? It's just it's just my way to show the world, like, yeah, this is what I'm doing, like, this is in my head right now, so I'm going to get it out. You know, because people out here in the dance world, they don't, they don't necessarily do that. They post it so they can get people to see it, so they can get to places that aren't actually, like emotionally theirs that they want. They don't, they, necess- they don't necessarily want to do that, but they see... Because social media only shows certain things, and you can only see certain things because of the people you follow. You never know who to follow, but you're told to follow because there's these pages that are sponsored, you know, and all these all these tactics. Like, media shows you ways to get happiness in a way that's not really your pathway of finding happiness. It kind of tells you, it tells you not to fear going forward and not knowing what's going on, because here it is. Like, here, you buy this type of shoe to be this best dancer or you go to this class to be a better dancer or know these people you know what I mean and and that's like what the media is to all these other people in the dance world but to me it's just it's just my personal growth and expression you use it pretty humorously too you're a a goofy (laughs) dude on social media at times I like what I see Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah Thanks, man. Yeah, I like to just I like to just have fun. Like that's literally like what life is. Like we were we were given all this stuff. Like 
we were given the opportunity to be happy, you know what I mean? Like, we were born with, we were born with happiness, but we were given the opportunity to make all this stuff. Like, why not just do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, before we started recording, you were telling me also that oftentimes jobs come down to your own relationship with people and mm -hmm. what they think of you. Yeah. And that in many ways, it's most important to just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if someone likes you and respects you yeah. and wants to work with you... Uh -huh. um, Let's talk about spirituality and, spirituality and the role that it has played in your life. You've cool. got a couple of uh, tattoos on your arms. Yeah, I have I have flowers that um, that the stems form a circle around. One bud is yin, and the other one on the other arm is yang, and the stems connect them in this sort of circular circular pattern that just resembles yin and yang. And yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Tao Te Ching, which we shared in in high school. Yeah, um, yeah, we we connected on that a few years back. Uh, has that philosophy played any role in your way of thinking about things? Yeah, totally. It it makes me, it it basically just tells me to remember that the root of me is me. You know what I mean? And the root of me in everything, the bud, the blossom, like everything. Like, I just have to be completely and totally me to be my kind of happiness. You know what I mean? Mm. I can't follow your stem the way you eat, the way you consume everything around you to be happy because that's not how I do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just have to be totally me to be me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is that ever hard to do? I know personally, sometimes I have an idea of the person that I want to be mm -hmm. and I struggle to embody that. Yeah. Um, when you experience that conflict, have you found ways to um, maybe quiet your your doubts and place your confidence in, in that person that you know you are? Mm -hmm. I mean, how, how do you uh, how do you express your, your true self? How, yeah. have you, how have you learned to live that life? Yeah, um, um, how I express myself and do these things is um, I, I dance, just like in my room. Like, I'll dance and because I'll have these doubts because I'll see all these videos on like Instagram and stuff that isn't the way I move. Yeah. But um, so I'll have doubts like, am I actually gonna get a job this month? You know what I mean? Is someone actually gonna hire me for this? But um, then I realize like, oh, it's just it's it's not my time. And I'll just and I'll go back to my roots and I'll turn on some music and I'll just move and I'll look at myself in the mirror because I have a big mirror in my room mm -hmm. and I'll remember like, oh, this is me and. I'm pretty freaking cool. Like, yeah. I'm awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah so. Your own biggest fan. Yeah, right. Dude. Yeah. Like, everyone should be their own biggest fan. Like, yeah. Like, no one supports you as much as you do. What would you tell to young artists looking to make a jump to the West Coast? Uh, I would tell them to, to um, be prepared for everything. Be prepared for sadness. Be prepared for being alone, be prepared for not having enough money for rent, be prepared to get a job and like be able to just do dirty work to sustain yourself mm -hmm. because it's, it's a hard life out here, but it's, it, it all ends up being worth it when you're, you first, you get your first job and you're able to just be yourself completely in this job and get paid for it. You know, you just get to play basically and get paid for it. That's how, that's how amazing it is. So it's just, yeah, keep your mind open and like, just wait for it because it, the right time will come. Excellent. Where do you want to be in five years if anything could happen? Yeah. Yeah. Your your wildest imagination. Where would where would you want to be? My wildest imagination. Yeah. I would want to be. 
I would want to be a choreographer. Yeah. Choreo- choreographing for... I would like to have my own company, my own dance company, but it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be all the mainstream dance that you see. I would I would interplay like acting into it. I would have lines and I would and I would I would basically like to tell a story with just movement, like personal, like just my way of movement and I'd want the world to see that, you know. And whether or not it's on stage or it's in commercial or film, I would just I would love to have the world know what I'm thinking and how I make my thoughts come to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the way that you described the kind of work that you're looking to make, um, in, you know, the interplay with acting, mm-hmm. telling a story, uh, made me think of the Sigur Oh, Sigur Yeah. Yeah. You showed me this video earlier today. How does something like that, how has something like that influenced you? And what else are you drawing your inspiration from when it comes to your own style of dance? Yeah. Um, the Cigarros video was um, a video with Shia LaBeouf and another dancer, and it and it told a story of these two um, these two people that were in love but are 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 going through the same day over and over again because they have an, a drug addiction, mm-hmm. and it it just really captures their story like perfectly, like all the emotion, all the acting because there's like touching and and just eye to eye contact, like there's stillness. And what that does is it it just, I don't know, it makes me feel like there's hope in this world for everything. You know what I mean? Like, there's hope in this world for dancers and actors and, like, all these people that are, are scared. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, that's what I get from that video. But um, I also draw my inspiration from, I like to draw my inspiration from, like, little movements that people will do, like, day-to-day life. You know what I mean? Like, um... Like people like blowing their nose or like like nervous itches or like or like just like quirky things that people do, you know what I mean? Like like the coughing, like how you cough, like into your elbow or into your hands, you know what I mean? Like it's all just like detailed work. I like I like I like to draw my inspiration from like dirty human, you know what I mean? Like bare root human. Well not like dirty like a like a dirty like you haven't taken a shower. But like like <laughs> like dirty like down to the root human, yeah. like a human at its most human form. Yeah. Is what I like to draw my inspiration from. Man, that sounds like that could be kind of alarming. I mean, we're, yeah. We're, uh, we're pretty weird when it comes down to it. Just totally. Yeah. And that's what I... flesh walking yeah, around. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah. But totally. I was looking at myself in the mirror yesterday and I was like, dude, I'm just like a big sack of meat. Like, yeah. That's so weird with like hair on top. It's like, easy to take for granted, so but like... What what is going on? Right, this life does not <laughs> literally. Make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. We're on a giant spinning yeah. rock. Yeah, an infinite nothingness. Right, like, yeah. We got these faces. Uh huh. Fingernails. Yeah, totally. It's and that's bizarre. Yeah, it's so weird. And that's <laughs> why. That's why I like to draw my my inspiration from like the bare human, the most human and it's human because it's yeah. It's kind of I like it's kind of humorous to me that all these people are putting on these like masks. You know what I mean? And all these all these different things, but they can't just be themselves so it's kind of me being sarcastic in a way almost you know what i mean it's me being like yo this is what we are and this is what you are and the world is just funny you know what i mean like look at this bare human is weird but also look at where you are right now yeah and that's weird too yeah so just embrace yourself and be you because why not you know you told me one of your um mentors uh or one of your one of your fav- favorite choreographers mm-hmm. um, did the Sigaros video. Yeah. What was his name? His name was Ryan Heffington. You got the chance to meet him. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Um, I got 
I, I got to do an audition for him because, um, well, my agency, because I have a dance agency, they didn't, they didn't call me on the audition. And I really, I really, I really love his stuff. So I heard about the audition and I really wanted to go. So I asked my agency and they were like, uh, no, you can't go. And I was like, uh, yes, I can. So I like, <laughs> so I messaged this dude on Ryan Heffington on Instagram and I was like, hey, I know this is really weird, but I just really love you and I love all of your stuff and I want to be a part of whatever you're trying to make. So I would love if you gave me the chance to come to your audition and just see me dance. And he was like, yeah, dude, sure. Come on. And it was really, it was a really like, just like bare, like it was really just like, he like threw out the response. So I didn't know what to expect. Like I didn't know if he thought it was like a negative thing for me to come or whatever. But I showed up and I immediately like was scared that he would, he would just like not watch me. And he was just like, he was going to be like totally mean towards me because I like invaded his like audition, you know? So I like went up to him and I was like, I'm so sorry if this was like, weird i just really loved your stuff and he literally like looked at me in the eyes and he was like dude i do not care he was like dude literally do whatever you want i don't care i'm glad you came because it gives me more options and i love when people come up to me and tell me what they actually love yeah and you did that yeah. so do it anytime you want yeah and i was like oh my god and i basically like pooped my pants i was like holy crap like all this fear just like was totally away yeah. and that the whole audition i was just like completely com- completely myself and it was it was, a, it was amazing. What a connection to it yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It was so cool. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, you're wearing an Our Changes Nothing shirt. Yeah. Let's talk about connections back home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Normal parents. Yeah, those guys are cool. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know anyone from the, the Twin Cities scene or friends of yours from SPCPA that yeah. you admire? Anyone that's doing good work? I admire the whole, like, brand of normal parents. I yeah. think they're so sick. Yeah. I think it's, like, I think they're, like... Dallas at heart, you know what I mean? Like, they just do whatever they want. They put whatever they want on their shirts, you know what I mean? They're like, whatever, like, if this sells, it sells, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that's tight. Like, that's something to look up to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's inspired me to, like, want to make clothes, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, he literally does, like, like, I want to put this on a shirt and I want to wear it, you know? Well, at least that's what I think he does. And it's just, like, sick. Like, I'm, I admire that. It's amazing. He's just going for it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he just came out with skateboards, too? Yep. Like, yeah, they had, a, they had a big launch party. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The children played. Yeah, I haven't oh. got the chance to get one of those, but definitely I'll get one of those. Because they, like, just sold out, too. I, like, watch, like, on their Instagram for, like, when their stuff sells out. And Do you stuff. skate? Yeah, uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, I have a skateboard in my... I, have, I think I have two in my room right now. Yeah. yeah. I, broke an, uh, I broke one, like, a month ago, I think. So I just got a new one. Man, California is the place for it. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, there's skate parks, like, everywhere, too. Like, you go down the block, and there's a skate park. It's yeah. sick. Yeah. Hmm. Well, any uh, parting words for the audience? I mean, just given where you are yeah. and, and anything we've talk about, talked about, do you want to bring it all together with yeah, any I'll statement? Do it. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, my statement would just be keep an open mind and be yourself. It's, it's, it's really hard to actually do and realize that these simple words of be yourself can mean so much, but literally just drop any of these sort of things you see that, that cause fear in you to change yourself or be a certain way, because at the end of the day, it, it, what matters is your happiness, and the only way you can be happy is to be yourself. Excellent. Cool. And where can people check out your work? You can check it out on my Instagram or, yeah, like, my Instagram or my Facebook. Like, I'll just, like, I'll post random stuff. I'll, 
Yeah, and it's like that's it. Like Instagram and Instagram Facebook. is Nico Goose. Yeah, Nico right? Goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. that's good. Yeah, catch me on Nico Goose. N I C O G O O F S. Awesome. Cool. We'll uh, we'll stay updated there. And Sick. man, thanks for the time. It's amazing to see you in California. Yeah, you too. All places. It's a good life you're living here. I'm happy to see it. You too, man. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit chancebychance.com and enter your email in the subscription box on the homepage. That way you'll receive new podcasts, essays, and videos from me from now on. Until next time, thank you for listening.